Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page, at A to Z Sports Nashville. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors, because they make it happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai for your next ride. Check them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com in Lebanon. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They are simply at calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Uh, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Check them out again, boneandjointtn.org. So, Zach, what was your reaction to seeing the news of Eddie George being the head coach at TSU yesterday, because you jumped on this quick and got the information out on our social media, but it's something that kind of consumed me for about an hour time where I was like really interested in thinking hard about what this might look like and feel like of Eddie George being at TSU. Well, when you work for our company, there are checks and balances that you have to 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 kind of go through what you see information, right? Sure. So that that's what I, my mind was. Let's make sure this is correct and done efficiently and the way that it's supposed to be done. I I thought less about the actual information than making sure that it was put out to social media. But I I did. Brett McMurphy reported it, verified. I looked into it a little bit, and then I ran with the story of of posting on all of our socials. And, you know, my, my, I think my initial reaction was uh, Eddie wants to impact lives, right? Like, I, I think that was kind of my initial reaction. I don't know why he picked TSU. I mean, obviously it's in Nashville, but uh, there has to be a reason behind that. And we'll find out more information, as you said at the beginning of the show, at the press conference at some point this week. But, uh, you know, I – not surprised. It's a trend. Uh, I, I caught off guard, but it, it didn't hit me any certain type of way. I, I, my life was not affected by it, but I did make sure that it was put out correctly on our social. Yeah, and uh, I think Sean says looks and feels like publicity to him. Brian says it should be interesting to see how he does. Oh, I'm absolutely interested in it. Like I'm, I'm going to pay attention more to TSU football now than I was previously. Uh, back in our previous radio lives, excuse me, I had my, you know, ear on the TSU football, you know, news a little bit more because I was what I was doing as a producer uh, in radio. But Rod Reed was a did a really good job. I had a stretch there for a few years where they were winning a lot of football games. They were competing for conference championships uh, there for a couple of years. But this is a big deal for TSU because TSU lacks publicities. They they lack uh, funding. They lack facilities and resources. And Eddie George instantly brings uh, a name recognition and a lot of publicity and a lot of credibility to what TSU has. And he's never coached before. He's never officially been a coach. He's done a lot of other things in his post-football playing life, but coaching hasn't been it. So then you start to see reports of who's going to be on the staff for Eddie George. Because anytime Dion gets hired at Jackson State, Jerry Stackhouse gets hired at Vanderbilt. Juwan Howard at Michigan. Anytime you have Penny Hardaway at Memphis. Anytime you have one of these former pro athletes that's now a college head coach, you're always thinking, who is on the staff? 
Who is on the staff that can help them that have done this before at a high level to help them out? So John Bryce at footballscoop.com, Zach, has multiple names that are being reported to join Eddie George on TSU's football staff. And I mentioned eight, eight, and one might be a, a relevant record on today's show because Jeff Fisher is reportedly going to join TSU staff as a senior advisor to Eddie George as the head football coach. And his son, Brandon, is in line to be the defensive coordinator at TSU. What are your first thoughts on uh, both Fishers being involved in Eddie George at TSU? Uh, let's see here. Let's start with Jeff. Not surprised. He's been wanting to get into coach, back into coaching in some form or fashion for years now, right? Every single yeah. time a job is sprinkled out there, whether it's Tennessee or something else, hey, Jeff Fisher's interested, right? So that I'm not surprised about. Good opportunity. His son, though, went to Montana, Was did some stuff with the Lions, did some stuff with the Rams, but I hadn't heard about him in the last several years. I'd have to go back and look to see kind of where he's been coaching. But you you kind of said something before we got into this, and you, you listed all of the coaches that have this recognizable name that have now started to be head coaches. Well, three of them are from the state of Tennessee now, right? You've got Jerry yeah. Stackhouse at Vanderbilt, Eddie George at TSU, and Anthony Hardaway in Memphis. Now, the connections make sense. Jerry Stackhouse, I think it was just about opportunity, and he hasn't done that well at Vanderbilt. Let's just be honest. He struggled. But I, I, look, if this can work, this is, uh, this is something that I think will be replicated across the country with older – uh, an older generation of player that is so used to being in the the spotlight and then you kind of take a step back. In social media world and in that realm, you, you're just the man. And then you get to a point after football, life after football is real, you still want to be the man. This is an opportunity for Eddie George and some of these other coaches to continue to prove their worth and impact players at the same time. I think that is a big justification and gratification of yeah. what the job brings. But uh, I don't know. I'm, 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 I am interested. I don't know how much I'll follow after this week, but I am interested. <laughs> and, well, and I'm an honest man. Sure, I ain't going to watch any TSU game. I'm just not going to. Well, you might. We don't. It's too no, early to say that no, you will never. No, it's, no, okay. no, no, no. Uh, there's there is one game that I feel like you will turn on at some point in on a Saturday in September. You will probably tune in to this specific game. We'll talk about that later on. But so Jeff Fisher serving as an advisor role to George and the TSU staff. His son Brandon, as I mentioned, the defensive coordinator. This is from John Bryce of Football Scoop. Brandon Fisher. Uh, was an analyst uh, at Auburn last year under Gus Malzahn and Kevin Steele, okay. but he was the defensive coordinator the year before at Southern Utah. So he does have some DC history in him. So here's, I'm not done. Like that was just two of the reported staff hirings that uh, John Bryce had over at Football Scoop. His offensive coordinator, Zach, former NFL head coach Hugh Jackson, former 0 16 NFL head football coach Hugh Jackson as his offensive coordinator, and the biggest one, Zach, the biggest name in all of these reports to join Eddie George on his TSU football staff, linebackers coach, Ray Ray. 
Ray Lewis to be Eddie George's linebacker coach. I think that is, this makes it feel like a, a publicity stunt, like WWE style. If Ray Lewis is going to be on the staff, now I honestly take it a little less seriously because Ray Ray's in there. How do you feel about that? I mean, look, it's very similar to what we saw with Dion. They, and and I think it's funny. Kimberly says closed-minded Zach real sad. It's not closed-minded. It's like me telling you I'm never going to buy a Prius. I'm just not going to. I know me, and I know how I work. This, I'm probably never going to watch a TSU football game. Now, I will see highlights because highlights will be put in front of me. I will see Ray Lewis probably talk to his players because SportsCenter and ESPN's Instagram will find that video and repost it for likes. I will see Eddie George address his team in some capacity, but I'm not going to seek that after. That's what I wanted to, to clarify as what I said. Look, I, I think there is some juice behind this. Will it work? I like Hugh, Hugh Jackson, I understand why he's trying to do it. He's trying to get back to where he needs to be, and maybe with some eyes on this staff, he can prove, wow, he took this TSU offense and did good things and helped Eddie be successful. Uh, but here, here, here is the thing, and we'll we'll get to the why do you think Eddie George is trying to coach college football later on in the show, but there is a lot of big names. This is a good thing, right? I, it's it's not a bad thing because it, let's just face it: if they're awful, they're just going to move on, right? Like yeah. nobody's going to be like, "Oh man, Eddie was bad at coaching." If they're if they're awful, it's they at least raised a bunch of money in the process and gained some notoriety and some publicity, and that's greater, right? That's greater than, and so. Uh, it's a positive thing that they're putting together this staff and getting some eyes on this program that not otherwise would have, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's Brad Benson says Zach will be the first one retweeting a Ray Lewis locker room speech at TSU. That'll be Austin. No, that will not be me because all I know about Ray Lewis is sure. Amazing linebacker, hall of fame level linebacker. But the guy, when he was on television in a role where he was supposed to be an analyst and analyzing the game of football, all he did was try to pump up the TV camera. And, and like, I, I was sitting on my couch like, okay, Ray, Ray, I don't care about your sermon you just gave us about why, you know, the Niners defense will stop uh, whoever or whatever. So Ray Lewis, uh, not a good TV analyst. Will Ray Lewis be a good football coach, a good linebackers coach in college? I have no idea. But let's ask this question, Zach. Let's go ahead and get more people in here, uh, more opinions flowing. Will Eddie George be a success or failure as TSU's football coach? That is the question. Curious to see what your answers are. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. It's full-body electronic muscle stimulation, so people don't even know what the hell that is. It's zero uh, pressure on your joints. It's all the work on your muscles. You gain functional muscle and strength. You target that horn to burn body fat. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. It's for everybody. Whether you're in shape, out of shape, young, old, injured, healthy, Mandu can help you in your fitness goals. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Don't forget BetMGM. They'll hook you up with great promotions. BetMGM promo code ATOZ Sports. Austin and I have been partaking in, in betting on the, this app and have had a great time, won some money, which is great. 
Uh, I've won quite a bit of money. It's been it's been a fun ride over the last couple of months, and look forward to continuing. You know, post college basketball season into the hockey playoff push and into the NBA playoff push. You know, you you got to look at things differently. That over doesn't hit at at two twenty nine. I don't <laughs> think in the playoffs is Austin as often Austin, but uh, BetMGM download the app today. Yep. All right. So here's the question on A to Z sports on this Monday is will Eddie George be a success or a failure as TSU head coach? Zach, I'm going to send you uh, to the comment section to see what the people are saying. Yeah. So uh, right out of the gate, look, this is just an opinion. Nobody really knows, but this is a gut based on what we do know already about what Austin said about Eddie George's new staff, about TSU and what it has been and where it will go. Sir says, success so does Karen so does Steven I trust Eddie George uh, we won't know three years if success from Puka uh, I think he'll be a success from Guy success he's a winner uh, I believe it will be a success from Tighten Up Ohio the energy he brings could be useful I say success from Brian because of the coaching names uh, and the players will follow that uh, Kevin says with that coaching lineup, it has to be a success. So does Deborah. And Dom says, define success and, for TSU. So finally we get yes. to Dom's comments that Dom. I think we got to kind of touch on. No, I'm glad Dom brought that up because we have to do this. Whenever we ask, like, will they be a success or failure, we have to figure out what we're shooting at, right? What's successful? And is Eddie George going to come in there and win the conference, win in the OVC, like, in the first three years? I doubt it. But can Eddie George recruit? Can he get players in there that can make plays? Can they be exciting? Because TSU has not been very exciting when it comes to on the football field in a while. They had a nice little run there uh, probably six, seven years ago where they were fighting for playoff spots um, in the FCS playoffs, but were never really able to do much with it. So success, I think, is, is at least – being over 500 and competing uh, in games, not getting blown out, but being a winning football team for the next five years. And who knows how long this is going to be. And Kyle asked, can they be the next Memphis? They're, they're not in the same division as Memphis. Memphis is in the football bowl subdivision. Uh, TSU is in the FCS football championship subdivision. So it's hard to put that in, in perspective, but success for me, for Eddie George, is breaking the 500 barrier and then staying above that and being able, you know, to have to win seven games in a year uh, and just to, to see if they can uh, bring in some attendance, have some more revenue, have more uh, eyeballs on the program of TSU football. I think that all goes together as being a success. So let's go back to the record history. It took me a little bit to find because they are TSU. But Rod Reed, been there since 2010. I mean, so this is what I judge Eddie George on. Can he be better than Rod Reed? And Rod Reed's a really good football coach. And Rod Reed did a good job for a long time. And I think Rod Reed got, did a little dirty yesterday. With They played a football game yesterday at the same time that all this news came out. Which well, uh, Everybody's going to try to beat Right get to this news first. Sure, sure. This news is better than Rod Reed. Let's just be honest. Rod Reed has been okay. He's not been great. Uh, Rod Reed two and eight, four and five, six and five, seven and four, four and six, six and six. His best year was 2013. I don't know how many iPhones ago that was. 
but he lost in the second round of the NCAA FCS tournament. Eight and three, five and six, three and eight. It's not a great record. Overall, he's a 500 coach, 55 and 55. He needs to be replaced. Look, TSU is not trying to go 10 and 0 every year. They're trying to, but they're not going to, right? Like, that's okay. Rod Reed was good for what he was there for. Now, because of this opportunity, sorry about you, bud. It's just that 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 happens in life, right? Right, right. So 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 let's get that straight about Rod Reed. He was not a a great or an outstanding head coach. He was a solid, solid to average head coach. Sure. 28th and Jefferson said, who's a TSU account, says nine wins, higher attendance, more sponsors, more local recruits. That's right. So I think all if you hit all that, then you're successful. I think the most important part about 28th and Jefferson's comment right there is the last part. More local recruits. Because, Zach, we grew up in Nashville. When me and you were in high school, the Nashville area wasn't putting out great football players at a high school level, and the depth of great football players at a high school level was non-existent. But now it's a completely different game. And Vanderbilt and TSU should eat off of the local 615 area code recruiting. That is where they need to fill up their class, get some kids in there who are from here, who bring their communities together that are talented, that don't need to go anywhere else to play college football, but right here in Nashville. And if Eddie George can do that, I think it I think it will help a ton. But here's the reality. When's the last year that Eddie George played in the, in, in the NFL? Like 2004? For the Cowboys. I think it was 04. It was a long time ago. What age are seven, when, 17-year-olds who are being recruited right now were born in what year? Quick math tells me 2004. <laughs> so, so the kids that he's going to be recruiting know Eddie George more as a TV analyst than they do a football player. Well, that's okay. They know Jeff Fisher as a failed Rams coach more than a successful Titans coach. They don't know or care about Brandon Fisher. They know Hugh Jackson as the 0-16 head coach of the Cleveland Browns who got fired because he didn't want to play Baker Mayfield early. They, that's how they know these guys. They know Ray Lewis. They, Ray Lewis sells to this age group more than any of the other guys. But And Puka says their parents know. That's great, but the parents aren't making decisions. The kids care. The parents, sure, that's that's great and all, but how many times have you rolled your eyes about your parents telling about something from their time? Like That happens all the time, right? But it's how can they recruit? And the biggest part is will they put in the actual time needed to recruit? It's not just about walking in there as Eddie George and Ray Lewis into a living room to sell you know, a kid from Metro who's a really good linebacker. It's about, do you put in the consistency of time of for recruiting that player to actually land that player? It's a long process that takes hours and hours and hours, and you can't just recruit a guy off of his name. So I'm going completely opposite on answering this question. Uh, I think that this will be a success, and it already is a success, period. We just okay. talked about Rod Reed and what he has done. And Rod Reed's a good dude, like good football coach, not a great football coach. But the success has already been made. We're talking about him. And we're and all of because of the timing of it being mid-April and a couple of weeks before the draft. So there's that that time, that in-between time. 
they're getting publicity. And here's the other thing, Austin. We've met Eddie George. I've met him a, a, a handful of times. The We know the type of person that sure. Eddie George is. So this sure. is the route I'm going. This is going to be a success because if I had a son, I would want him to be around Eddie George based on the man that Eddie George is. And with this staff, I believe it has all of the makings to be good at what they do, and that is play football. But I think this will be a success because these men, these young men at TSU, will be around these older men who are coaching them and become better people. That's why it will be a success no matter what their record is. I, like, I, and I am dead ass serious on that. So I you're not worried about wins and losses? I don't care. I personally, and that is not like me, I usually results-based business. That's why we do this. But this being it a, call it like it is, a publicity stunt, this stunt can work because it can really help a handful of kids that, you know what, they'll never forget that in their life. That there were they were able to be around Ray Lewis for four months of their life, hands on, and God knows that God knows that Ray Lewis is going to try to impact their lives as much as he possibly can. Eddie George learning not only football but how to become a better human being. I think this is a success already. Oh, we're talking about TSU. We have not had a show about TSU since we've started our business. Uh, no, and we'll probably we could. I, I don't know if we'll have a full show about him again, but maybe. And all the other radio and and some national like are talking about this. It's getting some play. Yeah, so it's absolutely. like Jackson State. Nobody really knew who Jackson State or where Jackson State was, which is hilarious. But but when Dion did that, now eyes started to open, right? And he became he became part of Barstool, and he talks about it on a part of my take and twenty first and Prime his his podcast, and we'll go, we'll talk about that. But Eddie also has a platform. Here's my other prediction: Eddie George is not real social on social media. I think he will become more. Well, I'm curious to see how TSU presents this. Right? That, that like are they going to document more on social media? about what's going on with the program. If they don't, that's their fault. No, no no doubt, no doubt. 28th and Jefferson says, I hope they put a local high school coach on the staff as well. They have to. Like, you've got to make sure you have connections with the local high schools and that you can walk into those schools. Like, you you know, Eddie George and Ray Lewis and Jeff Fisher can walk in uh, local high schools and get to whatever – room they want to go to it's just can they connect with the kids and do because these guys they've never recruited like jeff fisher hasn't been in the college game in in decades hugh jackson the last time he coached in the college game was at usc in literally 2000 21 years ago it's that recruiting and college football coaching is so different than being in the nfl and that's my biggest question about this is do they understand the 365, 24 hours a day job that is college football coaching? Well, can they change that? Not if you're going to be successful. Ah, but you don't, we don't know that yet, right? 
So I, like, I but uh, but that's a serious thing. Like everybody knows the Gruden grinders, the guys that get up at three a.m., never see their wives or kids, sleep at the office, grind tape, crunch tape, go 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 lift. Dude, like that, 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 it's that, not about it's not about that. It's like that's the football side of it. Like that's the easy part. It's the relationships and building relationships and really massaging relationships with high school kids and parents nonstop. That's, that's what I tax. think that they would be better at. That's the tax, but it's taxing. It's physically and mentally taxing that you have to recruit a kid for months and months and months. Like Eddie George and Ray Lewis, they are used to being able to go into whatever sales pitch and say, here's what I think, here's what I want to do. And within that day or a couple hours, they usually get what they want because they're Ray Lewis and Eddie George. Like they can't just walk and recruit a guy and get the guy to commit and in like one visit. No, it's months and months and months. Uh, maybe. I, I, That's not maybe how that college changed. works, man. But but Austin, you don't know this type of college. This is all new. You're stating based on that it's been that you've been there, done that. This is a whole new brand, Austin. They're working with different tools. Do you understand? So what you say, I actually think it's more towards them going and getting more of what they want. They won't get everything, but they understand that. Here's a question that I have to you, Austin. I've been okay. watching, and I got away from this. I watched the first three and a half seasons of Last Chance You. I didn't like the guy from uh, – Kansas, he was an SOB. Independence College. Yeah, he was an SOB, got fired, so I stopped watching it. But I've started watching it again recently. I watched the basketball one of East Los Angeles, which I thought was very, very good. And then I went back and I'm now watching Laney College in Oakland. That's junior college, though. Here's my question. Okay. GSU is not a junior college, but it could be a stepping stone college, right? Like these guys are going to TSU for the opportunity to transfer. Well, I mean, that, that could be part of it. Like if you don't have, if you don't show in high school or you don't get the recruiting uh, attention that you want and you don't go to a power five or FBS school, you might go to TSU for a couple of years and then you could, yeah, play your way into a scholarship, especially with the transfer portal being like it is. So I think this is twofold. I think players will go to TSU to try to get a leg up. And maybe Eddie George will give them some notoriety and some publicity themselves to get as a launching point to get to a better, bigger school, right? And then here's the key. Eddie George ain't going to be there for five years, guys. Then why I, take the job? Huh? Then why take the job? To get to a bigger school. The same reason why you go to TSU. Austin, don't be stupid on this. Eddie George did not go to be the next Rod Reed and be there for 10, 11 years. He didn't do that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. He went there, and I'll give credit where credit is due. It was uh, Jabu. Jabu comes in. I see this as a stepping stone job in game head coach at Ohio State. Now, that's dream job, right? Yeah, but that yeah, takes, right, right. And Jeff Rubel says, no, he won't go for years. And Jabu comes back and says, I said 10 years max. So, but let's be honest, guys. Eddie George is going to TSU so he can figure it out a little bit, earn his keep. Don't just be handed the keys. It's the reason why Dion just didn't go to Florida State, but learn about this business and to see whether he really likes this and wants to do this. 
and then take a bigger job in a bigger role at a bigger program with more responsibility. But also, if you fail, if you fail at TSU, it's okay. If you fail at Ohio State, you will be forever remembered as the failure at Ohio State. It's just too big of a job, right? The pitchforks come out. There's more of them, and they're everywhere. So that, in my opinion, Eddie George won't be there for five years. He will be off doing something else somewhere else at a bigger college trying to land a bigger job. All right, so I want to dive into the next part of our conversation. I think this is the biggest question about Eddie George being at at, at TSU. The biggest question surrounding Eddie George as TSU's football coach. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you guys need to get your next hardwood floors. Rip up that old carpet in your house. It's gross. It's nasty. Get it out of your house. Get brand new hardwood floors right there here in Nashville and the surrounding areas. 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. One to two weeks. When you pick, one, once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor like this, this one, then you say, this is the one I would like. They order the material one to two weeks. They come and install, and you're done. That's how quick it is. It's efficient. And a lot of these places are like, ah, oh, well, give it a month, two months, three months. That's not how Calvin and Subtle works. They make sure that your house and home is upgraded and renovated as quickly as they possibly can. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. BetMGM, the king of sports books and the title sponsor of our morning show, BetMGM. Download the app today. Use our code ATZSports. You get a risk-free bet for up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet. Take advantage of that today with by downloading the app. Use our code ATZSports for that risk-free bet up to $600 with your first deposit and first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee and for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Talking Eddie George, TSU head coach, here on the show. And I'm glad we have a chance to do this because like 28th and Jefferson, uh, who's a TSU account watching our show, I don't know if we've ever, ever interacted before, uh, but glad we can get some info uh, and some uh, experience takes about TSU. But the biggest question I had about Eddie George being the head coach of Tennessee State's football program is why. Why is Eddie George wanting to do this now? Because Eddie George has to be one of the busiest guys in the area, right? Like that guy's got, he went back and got his MBA uh, degree. He's uh, owns multiple businesses. He's a venture capitalist. He's an actor on Broadway. He does all types of stuff. He's involved in so many different areas. And then, like you said earlier, Zach, about who Eddie George is, like the guy is not going to do something half-assed. Like the guy is going to dive into this and give it his all in. So how many things does Eddie George have to stop doing to be the head coach at TSU? Like, like why is he doing this? I, I'm so curious by like why now and what what made him want to think about this and then accept it because it is a big challenge. TSU is not an easy coaching job. Like it's hard to have success there that's sustained. So why is he doing this? I think it's. A very interesting discussion. So my answer, I talked about him possibly, you know, being a, a football coach at a bigger university, but I think on 
on a different side of this, I think Eddie George is doing this because he realizes the definition of risk in life. And you you stated it. Once you realize what risk is and how to attain reward, you have to put something up to win something. And, and whether it's money or whether it's time or whatever, I think Eddie George, with all the things he's experienced in his life, he knows what risk is. And I, I, he's reaped a lot of rewards. He's also had a lot of failures, too. He's, never, he's not a Super Bowl champion. We know that. Right, he never got to 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 do that. But after his football career, as we've we've tracked it, he's willing to put things on the line to try new things, yeah, to see what he could be rewarded with. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I believe he's trying to reward himself with the gratification of impacting young people. And in this, it is a very targeted, very hands-on experience. That's what I, why I think he's doing this is to get and attain that in a different way. And look, he's helped because Dion and because of Jerry Stackhouse and because yeah, he's, of Juwan he's Howard. He's the first to do it. He's he's helped because of that. But I think that's that that's my answer to why yeah. I think Eddie George is trying to coach college football. So like, it's the most comparable to Dion Sanders because coaching college football is so different compared to coaching college basketball. And Jerry Stackhouse was a head coach in the D league. Jerry Stackhouse was involved in the AAU circuit in the Carolinas for a long time. Penny Hardaway was a high school basketball coach and an AAU basketball coach for a long time. Juwan Howard was a coach who kind of climbed to the rankings in the NBA as an assistant from time to time. But Dion and Eddie George we're on your TVs as analysts, part-time analysts that are not sometimes in also entertainers that are now full-time head football coaches at historic black college and universities in uh, college football. That those are hard jobs. I think Marcus brings up a good comment, but real quick, Ethan Ramsey says, maybe he's just rich and bored rich. Yes. Bored. There's no way Eddie George is bored because of all the different things he's doing. But Marcus says to help bring more notice to HBCUs, and funding, I think that it's the connection to Nashville, the the TSU being an HBCU, and being in control of a football program that he can help build. Like, and I think having an impact on young people, especially in a community Nashville that he loves and is attached to, I think that's why he's doing this. It's not for money because he's taking a pay cut to put other things aside while he's going to go be a head football coach. But I find it very interesting to see, like, how long is he willing to do this? Like, internally, he's got to have that idea, right? Like, how long am I going to give this a chance? And then when is that moment where he goes, oh, crap. Like, this is a lot harder than I expected it to be. Because that moment's going to happen. Whether it's the recruiting trail or in the grind of a season, whatever it might be, he's going to have that, holy hell, what have I got myself into? type of moment and does he does he stay driven long enough to see it through or is this something that he says okay I tried it and now I don't like it after a few years or I did I did what I came here to accomplish and that was to 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 do all some of in some capacity the things that we've just talked about right yeah so I, I I I agree I do not disagree with your thought process I 
to kind of wrap that up, I think it's bigger than football. I think football I is a is a huge linchpin to this because it connects what he knows, what he's done, what he understands to the job. But I think it's bigger than football of the reason why he's doing it. Now, here's what I don't want to see, though. I don't necessarily want to see him hire more guys like Ray Lewis or Jeff Fisher or Brandon Fisher like or Hugh Jackson. Like, Sure, you can have those guys, and that's who's being reported to be on the staff is those four. Like, That's fine. But then go get some guys who have actually coached in college football before. Go get some guys who actually have connections with high schools in the state or high schools in Atlanta, right? Like you need to get somebody who has been a position coach at the college level to help you out because sure you have to have the big name hitters that can walk into a room and own it, right? But you got to have the grinders who understand what being a college football coach feels like. Like Jacob says, it's Eddie go hire Kevin Dyson. Uh, Kevin Dyson's a middle school principal. Like I doubt Kevin Dyson wants to be a, wide receiver coach in the NFL in, the, in college football, but he has to get people who I didn't think that Kevin Dyson would ever want to be a middle school principal. Doc, well, he got, he has his doctorate. He's doctor. Uh, I, I, I know that. I just say, if you would have told me that, you know, 10 years ago, Hey, Kevin Dyson's really wanting to be a middle school principal. I wouldn't have believed you, but that's what he's doing. He's pretty good at it. Actually. Like for, for, for the record, like he's actually pretty good at being an educator. So, but like, you need to go get guys who understand college football coaching and not just the big names. Like, don't go fill your staff out with former NFL guys you played with to coach their position. Don't do that. Like, Ray Lewis can be the one. I think he one. can do whatever he wants. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't find that as big of a deal as you do. Because, look, professional football coaches are still coaches. Professional football players still understand what works and what doesn't. And this is a great testing ground for those guys to find out maybe Ray Lewis does have the itch and maybe this catapults him to try to become a head coach somewhere, right? But but and Dion, he's got a better opportunity to do that than just some, you know, college football coach whose ceiling may not be as high. But look at what Deion Sanders did at Jackson State. His offense his uh offensive coordinator is Michael Pollock. Nobody knows who's it. It's not that's not like a former NFL guy. Like you go through his staff and there are there are names that you've never heard of before, which is perfect. Like, I don't want, like, Deion Sanders actually is doing it right. Like, Deion Sanders hired college football coaches to be on his staff, not former NFL players. And so I would, I would, like, Deion's actually doing things better than I thought Deion was going to do it because I don't like Deion Sanders. Like, I, I used to love Deion when I, when I was a kid. I used to love primetime, but he took his job so not seriously as an NFL analyst that I thought there's no way he's going to be, he's going to take being a head football coach seriously, but so far he has, and it's showing that to work. What is their record? Three and three. That's what the record is. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird time to judge Deion Sanders. Well, they start out hot three and oh, <laughs> then have dropped the last three games. Uh, a couple of them were close, but uh, he's got three more games left to, to prove himself. Alcorn State, Prairie View A&M, and the, oh, I guess the Southwestern Athletic Conference championship game. All right, so there is, Dion and Eddie George will play each other, and I find that to be super interesting. Who would you rather play for? If you were being recruited by Dion Sanders at Jackson State or Eddie George at TSU, which coach 
would you want to play for more? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. The Hyundai Palisade, they have those in stock. Those are hard to find. The selection of the 2021 Hyundai Palisade, it is the full-size Hyundai SUV. They're flying off the shelves, but the best part is right there at Wilson County Hyundai, they've got a great selection. Austin and I have test-driven the Hyundai Palisade. We absolutely love it. It's got different modes, sport mode, street mode, snow mode. They've got you covered there, but... With all the technology, third row seating and bucket seats, got leather interior. It's just a great ride for a great price. Wilson County Hyundai, Payne Bone and his team will hook you up and make sure that they give you the perfect ride for the perfect price. That's more important, right? What you're paying for the vehicle. They've got you unlocked. Check out their inventory today at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. A to Z Sports, Ben MGM, the king of sports books. Don't forget to download the app today. Use our code ATOZ Sports uh, when you do. You get a risk free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and first bet. Bet MGM, the king of sports books. Check them out, ATOZ Sports. The question is, is who would you rather play for, Eddie or Dion? Uh, Rob says Dion, hands down. Brad says uh, Eddie. Mason says, I'd rather go to school in Nashville rather than Jackson, Mississippi, which is good answer, a really good easy answer. way. But again, that's not it's who would you rather play for? Like, which guy? Eddie George or Deion Sanders? Polly D says it matters what position you play. Well, Polly D, what position do you play? <laughs> <laughs> answer it that way. Uh Tiny Up Ohio says Eddie 100 percent cannot stand Dion. Dom says Eddie's gonna steal a lot of recruits from Austin P, uh Lane, Vandy, MTSU, maybe even Memphis. Uh, Steven says, Eddie George all the way. Jacob says, how about from the parents' perspective, would you rather your son play for Eddie or Dion? Uh, I, I think that's obviously Eddie George. <laughs> if you're looking at, like, from a parent, uh, Dion did some, you know, party primetime back in the 90s. Eddie George was military school, hard worker, hard-nosed running back, never got in trouble off the field. And Dion's, you know, prime time. So yeah, Brent says Eddie George, especially if Ray Lewis is on staff. Uh, let's see. Danny says as a person, Eddie, but technically D. Uh, Dion has a leg up with years experience. Um, Eddie for sure. Uh, Eddie from Dom. Um, Dion for sure from Johnny. So it's pretty split. Jabu says Eddie. Zach Goodman says Dion Sanders all the way. Zach, what do you think? Oh man, I I think my answer is Eddie George. Uh, Dion, fun, right? But you know, it's it's <laughs> it's uh it's like the toast. It's one of my favorite toasts. Is from Kramer from Seinfeld. Feld, he uh, he says, "Here's to feeling good all the time." And you can't feel good all the time, right? <laughs> you can't. That that's that is impossible. You cannot feel good all of the time, and I. I don't know how Dion runs his program from the little that I do know. I do know it's lighthearted, but you're going to get a dose of not only Dion Sanders, but you're also going to get his alter ego, which is prime time, right? He's going to have those moments that I think I personally see through. I value the way that Eddie has approached his life and his career and, and I'm impressed with that. I think Dion would be more of a fun experience, but if I'm going to college, like I said, if I'm going to TSU or Jackson State, I'm not trying to go to TSU or Jackson State. I'm trying to get out of there into a better situation possibly 
to make the NFL or do what I, I, I want to do. Again, this is hard because I'm not a football player, but I, I, I would my final answer is Eddie because of his style. Yeah, I, I I'm more of an Eddie style than a Dion style uh, too. Like, you know, I'm you know I'm I'm just curious how this is gonna play out. Like, I really feel like it's becoming a trend. And you know what else is becoming a lot more trendy for high higher profile recruits is to go to schools like Jackson State and TSU. Is to go to these HBCU schools like this. These it's becoming a good thing to do. Is because you can be found by if you play basketball or football, you can go pro wherever you play in college. And so I think you see a lot of these HBCUs put a lot more resources into who they're hiring and what they want to be as a program, which is only good. Well, let's let's talk about that for a second on a different level. Like obviously the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement is impactful but words talk is cheap as we talked about and you see guys like eddie and dion they are actually putting in the time to impact the african-american community to give back give notoriety give publicity and do all of these things i think i respect that more than anything in the world because it is their time Money is different. Money, you can write checks. Well, these guys are you, losing money by taking these jobs. Right? Like, but you can't, you can't get back the time. And so I like to see that they are taking this very seriously. That we talk, we call it a publicity stunt. But at the same time, this stunt can can really do waves all over the country for. I think the African-American community. So I, 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 that's where I respect in the sense of that. We've brought that up of, of the historic black colleges. I, I like that. And I like that Eddie is actually putting the time to do it. Yeah. I, I really, I'm interested. I'm in on this. Like I, I, I think he can succeed from a um, off the field standpoint and by what he's going to bring to TSU's program. And you know who knows how many how many games you're gonna win. Like Jeff Fisher and Brandon Fisher don't do anything for me when it comes to them being the head coach or the on the coaching staff. I think Hugh Jackson as an offensive coordinator that makes more sense because the guy's been successful calling plays. Uh, so you know it's I would want to play for Eddie George because my mentality is more like a I don't you know keep your head down, hard nose, work hard, you'll get the dividends later type of mentality and Dion just too much for me. Like I just feel like there's a lot more distraction around Dion Sanders than there is. He has two pretty split personality. He's me, myself and Irene. Like, I yeah, mean, no doubt. one day he can, you know, tell you some, Hey man, you got to act straight. And then the next day he's like, my prime prime's here. Prime. You know, like, okay, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Chad says it would be awesome if this leads to TSU being more noticed and maybe even go to a better well-known conference. I, I don't know. Like that's a long way away. Like they have to, they have to get more resources. They have to pile money, their own money into their football and athletic department before they can even think about going to the FBS. Like there's, there are minimum requirements to be an FBS school and resources and facilities are part of that. And they have to have a lot more money to go into it, to get to that point. Yeah, for sure. All right, Zach, it is time for Bad Sales Job here on A to Z Sports. Bad Sales Job on a Monday. But first, 
Let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse Nashville. RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Head to their website, RentersWarehouse.com, to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit. RentersWarehouse.com, create extra cash flows for you and your family. If you're currently renting, you want to move, bigger house, smaller house, better area, better location, RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. All right, A to Z Sports, don't forget, download the app, BetMGM. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Great promotions going on there. If you're new to this, every Monday we have an end of show topic. Monday's end of show topic is called Bad Sales Job, it is where I come up with something for Austin. Austin comes up for something for me, and we have 30 seconds to sell something that should not be sold the way that it should. It is, it is uh, tough at times, very tough at times, but we are 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one. We are knotted up. Right? We're Jeff Fisher in a 17-game season. Right? Jeff Fisher in a 17-game season. So uh, as we move along of the weeks of bad sales job, we can see who uh, who, who separates. I, I think I've got a good one in the ringer for you, Austin. Uh, I, I truly do. Do you remember who goes first? Um, I I don't. Uh, I go. You give one for me. Uh, I, I give that. mine for you first. Yes. All right. So this is the uh, last of my list that I wrote, wrote up several weeks ago that I have here. So Zach, sell me on why Marcus Mariota is a better NFL quarterback than Ryan Tannehill today. Straightforward, simple, simple and easy. Timer is ready when you are ready. Ryan Tannehill is a complete facade. He's all Arthur Smith. We'll actually find out who Ryan Tannehill is because he was trash in uh, Miami. He never made the playoffs. He couldn't do anything. He goes to Tennessee. It was all Arthur Smith. Now we'll see what he is after after uh, when he goes to Atlanta and Ryan Tannehill doesn't have him. Marcus Mariota is the guy. He's got speed. He has athleticism. And he needs another opportunity to prove his worth. And he's going to lead whoever it is, if it's the Raiders this year or whatever team, done. to a Super done. Bowl. You always keep talking after I say done. So I forgot to scream it at you so it doesn't count. All right. I mean, I don't know if you did good or bad or whatever, but you did it. I mean, I, right? It's uh, it's product of the system. Louis says E for effort. All right, Austin, you will have to sell us on this. Taking protein and vitamin supplements are actually bad for your body and health. Taking protein and vitamin supplements are bad for your body and your health. Let me get my timer ready. <clears throat> you can start uh, whenever. When it comes to protein shakes and other supplements that you find at the GNCs, the vitamin shops, 
of the world, what you're doing is you're putting a lot of synthetics into your body and not organic. Because if you're using this supplement, you're putting chemicals created in a lab into your body, which the short-term results might you, you might think is positive, but long-term, you're really hurting your body over decades and decades of putting these bad things into your system. That's all I need. I win. I win. Landslide. Landslide. Protein steaks. <laughs> I think he said protein steaks. I don't think I said that. I didn't say protein shakes. Protein I, I, steaks. I don't think I said that. If I did, I probably did because my nose has all stopped up and I can't say things very clearly. But I think I won that one. Like you, like I, I gave actual things. I mean, I gave actual things too. No, you gave Arthur Smith. I gave. It was the, but that's, that's the whole point. Arthur Smith <laughs> coached Marcus Mariota to a two and four record or Marcus Mariota helped Arthur Smith to get to a two and four record. And then Tannehill took over. I think I won. Who won? Give us some comments. We need some. We need some help figuring out who won this. I think I won. Dom says both of us stunk today. Karen says Austin wins. Puka says neither. Come on. Louis says Austin. City. Yeah, Austin City. I don't know why. I guess it's because Austin, Texas. Polly says tie. Guys, two get, off ties. get off the fence. Rob <laughs> says Austin. Jabu says Zach lost in the Super Bowl finish. Brent says Austin. Uh, like I won. Like nobody has said Zach. So I, I I didn't think about this until after I asked it and I kind of played myself. Yeah, is I won when you I, I did that because you're a supplement guy, right? You're selling right. something. But I won when you told me to sell mayonnaise. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of F myself. Yeah. Up. Whenever you like, you catered it too strictly towards me. And whenever you do that, I found that it's, it's usually not the best. Yeah. No, I, I mean, by the, the comments, I believe you did win. I mean, this yeah. thing's been going back and forth. This nine, eight, one. I mean, I've lost two straight though. Well, yeah, so I lost two straight. So I got to get back into the winner's circle next yeah, week. Yeah. It's been three weeks since you've won because of the tie. So there we go. Nine, eight, one. I take the lead in bad sales job. I like it. Good way to start the week. I'm going to have to really put into some thought. I've been doing these more on the fly of how they've come to me. And so uh, that strategy is now out the window. Preparation. Yeah, is gonna... it's, it's all about preparation. It starts with agriculture. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's exactly right. All right, guys. Hope you have a great Monday. We're gonna have a big week of A to Z Sports. We're getting closer and closer to the draft. So make sure you're following us on all the social medias. Uh, the A to Z Sports Podcast Network has content out. The Preds are red hot. To go check that Preds Nashcast in the podcast feed. Also, Buck live here coming up at ten o'clock and on A to Z Sports Prime Time tonight. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Thanks. Adios.